Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you usually start, Lori Kilmartin. You usually I say. I do? Yeah. Oh, all right. Every single week. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I Two, apologize. 200 and, 220 I had no idea what later. an asshole I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, allow Kyle and I to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice when you're doing it when I'm in the room for once. <laughs> okay. So today, uh, the state of Kansas won uh, a football game, I understand. Yes, of course. And um, that's not true. But... Uh, so you'll be, okay, yeah. allow me to infuri- infuriate you immediately. Okay. When I saw uh, that there was a Mr. Peanut ad, yeah, and they <laughs> and there's a baby nut, yeah. All I could think was it's it's the old sack of snacks. <laughs> Leave the greatest Sorry. comedy club that ever lived alone. Oh my God. The 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 laugh lines or whatever. Laughs unlimited. <laughs> laugh lines was a different club someplace else. Okay, that I was have worked at laugh lines, yeah. but I can't remember where. It might have been. Somebody told me they wanted to Fuck, call that's it. That's gonna drive me nuts. Yeah, where was know. laugh lines? No. Where was I it? I keep thinking, no, no, that wasn't it. Oh, mm. fuck. Well, All right. it'll well, come to me or someone will tell me. It's like one o'clock in the morning in my head. I just got off a plane. Yeah. And when did um, you land? I landed at six. Didn't get home until like eight ish. Coming then, back from LAX. Uh, yeah. LAX. Not worth it. Fly out of Burbank. Uh, no, because then okay. I have to trade more than two flights. Uh, it. I mean, because I'm coming from Indiana. Because <sighs> Indiana, there's nothing direct. Right. Right. And there's, and I would have to fly. To, I would have to change two planes. So. Um, All right. Yeah. Though I did change my flight a lot mm-hmm. because uh, Maria's uh, Jess makes all the uh, the flights. Oh, oh, and oh, okay. Yeah, Gwenigan. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she does. Uh, Maria pays her to do that too. Yeah. and it's great. She takes care of the travel, except for um, and she didn't know she was doing this. Is that whenever she books us together, um, I end up with a middle seat. Uh, and mm. so I call up Delta and say, please get me out of that fucking middle seat. I'm about to spend four days with Marie Bamford. I don't need to spend five <laughs> hours sitting next to her. And, uh, and so there was no way to change it. So I had to change flights. And then that's I how far you went to not sit next to Maria Bamford on a plane. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how that should be interpreted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, wow, uh, you are hardcore. <laughs> I have uh, nine stories, and one of them is this: is that um, our s- Max Fun the Drive thing is coming up, right? Right. The right. Max Fun Drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maria said, uh, "I want to go. <laughs> I want to be on the show, and we talk about how what makes a real comic on our podcast." Yeah. Oh my God, that for would be amazing. For the special episode for yes! Max Fun, it would be hilarious. Wow. Right. Yes. And just because she was talking about how she's been taking these club gigs, yeah, and you know the walk-ins, Friday second shows, really. And she's like, you know, a real comic could do them. And I was like, you just told me <laughs> that that wasn't because she's constantly telling me that I don't have to do things <laughs> because that it's a false equivalency. The real comic thing that we all live with. 
the thing anyone could walk in and you can entertain him. Yeah, and you're and she's saying that's not what I do or that's not what I like. Well, to that's do, or... no, she, that's she was forcing it. She's been forcing herself to do it because she tells me that I don't have to do, fall for the real comics complaining. Oh, room. oh, but she's gonna. But do then it. she does it. Okay, so it's this whole sure this whole double standard of. And by the way, I got offered a cruise ship. Yes. And uh, and not a Joko nerd cruise ship where my people are on a cruise ship, but right. just normal people. Normal people who, who cruise. out of all the possible vacations you could <laughs> take in the world, decided right. to go on a boat with themselves and norovirus. <laughs> <laughs> and 6,000 other people yes. uh, in a floating city a boat a, a cruise ship is being quarantined off the right coast now. of italy with six thousand people on it because one woman on the boat has, has a a, might have a coronavirus i know there were some there were some masks on the on the plane tonight um yeah i bet yeah. when is i mean if it hits com, if, if it actually becomes a it's a pandemic but if it becomes something here in the united states are people going to go to comedy clubs? <laughs> Should we be talking in mics? Seriously, this is like no, no, a real thing. Well, I like that. It, we're like, let's bring it back to stand-up comedy. That's what's and really important <laughs> is how coronavirus affects It's going my to spots. affect your booking. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just like, you know, I'm trying to get some longer sets. <laughs> and are people going to come out to those shows? Will... Is this will this finally be the era of the 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 doing a character to um What's to a front facing video? You know that what? Ian Abramson seven yeah. minutes in purgatory? No, uh -uh. did you ever do that show? So, well, uh, I've done he, his show. I don't know if, if that's what it was called. It's, uh, seven minutes in purgatory is the one where you are lyric? in a room. Uh, talking into a camera, no. the audience is in another room. Oh. And so you have to just do your, you're just running lines to no one. And they're laughing, but you can't tell. Oh my God. And then, and so. Horrific. Right. It's terrible. It's a, it's a, uh, I don't know anyone who what, what liked night it. What night is it? But <laughs> exactly. But it we all awful. said yes. Uh, when is it? <laughs> uh, but I think it's more just one of those those experiments. But that's yes. what stand up. If stand up comedy becomes that, you know. Well, I mean, you could have an audience uh, where you just see the hearts come up on the sort of corner I guess, of the or screen, or you could just hear them laughing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But mm -hmm. I, every time I'm in a crowd, I'm like, is this going to end soon? What we're doing, is it going to end? All the stand-up comedy of the... Just, or, or, just any sort of crowd situation. If we can't be... if we, it, Oh, it, because of pandemics and it, population it, it, and stuff? Coronavirus, at least for, like, in the next year. I mean, if it it, it got really bad, it would just kind of but they thought completely that, just... Well, I they, know they thought that about our stuff, but this one is actually way more contagious, and people... Uh, how does how is it, how is it? Uh, they're spreading the disease before they it's show airborne? symptoms so like you feel fine i feel fine we could both have it right now mm -hmm. and we don't know it right is it so it's airborne yes okay it's um, highly contagious uh well let's live in fear okay and um <laughs> let's that's how i was raised so it feels normal to <laughs> yeah, me Yeah, you might want to <laughs> I was raised in fear. Yes. Have you gone up this week? I have. In fact, I just drove up from the the Long Beach Laugh Factory. Oh, okay. It, How's uh, the parking there? Listen, the parking's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, what note to self? Don't do a show on Super Bowl Sunday. I think I've oh. made that note to myself 400 times for <laughs> right. the last 33 the last Super Bowls. <laughs> right, exactly. Since uh, fucking Joe Namath was playing football, <laughs> I've noted to myself, don't do a show on this night. And I keep, I forget. I just don't even know what night it is. I just say yes. And yes. Uh, there wasn't that many people there. It was, it was fun though. Um, right, I think I, I fucked around set. and um, 
you know, I, I'm like, oh, I changed the order of this thing. Yay, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Who knows if it's it? I've always, I felt it was it like 17 times in the last month. And then, it, the then I joke. bring it up. The, yeah. yeah, a chunk, not a joke, yeah. a chunk where I'm just whatever. And it's, and it's just taking for fucking ever. And that's life. That's my life. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's everyone's life. I was like, I'm, I'm working on, I was, you know, I'm trying to mix up the order and stuff. And what I insisted on, what I insisted on doing with Maria's with, cause I, I was featuring for Maria at the Indiana, Indianapolis helium. Right. And there's a, there's a room upstairs, the 50 seater. That's the one that Mark oh, Grossman was talking about booking me in. And I was talking to the guy that was working there and he said that they put them up. The comic. Yeah. They mm-hmm. put up the headliner for the 50 seater. At the same Westin that we were staying at. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, well, I just want to come and play Indianapolis during that board game convention to save money. But um, the, the guy you're talking to that was working, does he have your credits? Does he have? Uh, well, I mean, the thing is, is um, they all. I'm by just the saying, end like, of this all thing, things being equal, do. you should be you should be headlining any the club main, you want. Yeah. In this country. Yeah. All things being equal. I I uh I should be able to and what I did what I told everyone at the at the um at the merch table I was like you know I'm headlining in Bloomington hour and fifteen minutes from here, uh in March nice in yes. six weeks in six weeks I'll be in yes. Bloomington and a couple of people said yeah you're also headlining in Dayton the week before that in five weeks from now and uh, I'm coming to that show and I was like oh good because nice. then yeah you'll get to see the other forty minutes of my of the sixty I'm working on where are you working in Dayton Funny Bone. Oh, Dayton, is, first time ever. Is it's that, a stroop. Was it? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I thought he made people like fly in. No, I flew in. Cost me a thousand dollars. When? It uh, twenty years ago. Yeah, it would have been. So he finally booked you. Oh, he didn't book later? me. Oh, what TJ happened? Mark Walter got him to book his client. Okay, I have to be That's that That's what they're client. supposed to do. Right, he, right. TJ Mark Walter's very good at his job. Yeah, and I, I genuinely love TJ. Mar- I've always wanted TJ Mark Walter to be my agent, and now that he is, it's sort of a dream come true. You're a lucky lady. It's true. And then he asked me if I wanted to do a cruise ship, and I said, "I'll try." Yes. Yes. I'll try, try it, it once. See. Maybe you'll I, enjoy it. Maybe can Andy go of, with you? He can, but he can't go to this one. It's it's uh uh. It's at the end of February. Where, if it where happens, is it? Fort Lauderdale. Out of Fort Lauderdale. So it's probably one of those Caribbean ones. Oh. I can't. Fucking sweet. I, I'm, I'm not really beach people. No, but, but, you, uh, you're, but you, you are reading on an Adirondack chair by the pool people. <laughs> right? <laughs> Possibly, yeah, yeah. Or having maybe a massage out on the prow of the boat. That's one of my favorite memories. What's a memories. prow? A prow, that's the pointy bit in the oh, front. Oh, man. There you go. Look at uh, you. I had, I had a massage on the prow of the boat uh, uh, in the um, Great uh, Barrier Reef in Australia. I had a massage. I didn't know you've been to Australia. Twice. Uh, well, I've been to Australia uh, four times. But uh, Doing stand-up? Uh, yeah, the last time I, I only did stand-up once, and that was because you got to do stand-up. Oh. Tax and pay Democrat, but I'm not a moron. Mm. And so, um, yeah, no, I went with, uh, I went in 2004 um, and just did a couple of sets while Maria did the, uh, essentially I've been f- wandering, writing that coattail since probably 2000, mm-hmm. 2001. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's what I tell you on comics, find a fucking coattail yeah. and grab on, grab on. And I told Maria, anytime you want to drop me off in the middle, as far high as, t- take me as high as you can and do whatever you can. <laughs> 
And she's like, and then when it switches, I would like to open for you. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. <laughs> and so, um, but the, uh, yeah, we went in Aus- to Australia where she, she won the sort of the Perrier prize for Melbourne that year. Wow. And, um, and then the next year, Melbourne had me come not to do the festival, which was a month long, yeah. but to do the road show. I did nine weeks on the road oh my God. around Australia. I love it. That's my dream. I want it. I want that one day. In the moment, yes. it was horrible. Yes. In retrospect, I want to do it again and again and again. But oh they, they're not doing the full nine. No one, no one does the full nine weeks anymore. Mm. I mean, I was out with Greg Fleet. And he had just had an abuse put into his body so that he couldn't do heroin anymore. So he was drinking a fifth of Jack every day. Whoa. And it was a, a. Is he an Australian comic? Yeah, I don't he's, think he's, I know. Okay. he's essentially. Um, he's sort of Marinish. Okay, okay. He's And he's been given a thousand chances. And I believe he's sober right now. But uh, Greg Fleet's an amazing comic. You yeah. would love Greg I love Fleet. those guys. Oh, I got a biggest... soft spot on my heart. Yeah, you do. <laughs> For those guys that need one more chance. <laughs> Come to mama. Come on. Let me uh, give you my retirement fund. Mama. Yes. And uh, <laughs> did you go to the WGA? Speaking I of did. mama, Fab, Fabulous wanted to see some boob shots. I went Jackie to the, Fab. She did. I went to the WGA Awards. We were nominated. Congratulations. Uh, we, uh, it is an honor to be nominated. Ex- it is expected. We lost to John Oliver. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it, but it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Gwyneth Paltrow was there. Her husband... Her husband came up with this idea that my son actually participated in. It's called Young Storytellers. And okay. so they they teach kids how to, you know, write a script and then okay. like my son wrote a script and then other kids acted it out. Oh uh, fun. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Just when public schools around Los okay. Angeles. Uh and uh Oh, so you know him. No, I don't know him. Oh, I, he, I mean it's a giant program. Oh, okay. So uh, they do it in a lot of schools. So. Right. And you didn't do it. This is just a, an anecdote about yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow's he husband. He was being Got it. given an award for c- coming for up with that, that program. program. Oh, yeah, cool. and I was like, ah, okay, that's cool. There you go. Um, and uh, uh, Gina Yashere yeah, was a presenter, and I I didn't know oh. the story. She okay, she's a co-creator of Bob Hart's uh, Abishola, right? Okay, which I haven't seen, <laughs> but I but I I'm sure I will. Yes, uh, you will. Yes, it's that'll a, be great because of the two of us, someone should. Yes, and it's always going to be you. Well, <laughs> I I also don't have regular television. Like I just yeah. I'm I cut the cord, and so I got to go into what Hulu is it on? Watch it. It's on CBS. Okay, it's a Chuck Lorre show. It's like wh- okay. once you have Chuck Lorre and CBS together, it's on for at least five years. That guy doesn't put anything on the air unless it goes into syndication. Okay. So, so I didn't know she was had anything to do with it. Oh no, no, I've heard. Yeah, because I felt. Yeah, I worked okay. with her a bunch. Yeah. But you know, mm-hmm. she... Well, do you tell the story then? No, I don't know the story. I, I no, just know what I, I read oh, in our group text. In the thread from... They yeah. they came up with the idea mm-hmm. of a of a Nigerian woman and a white American man right. falling in love and um, realized, well, we don't have any uh, black people or African people even... Uh, within 500 yards of this idea. So right. I guess they Googled Nigerian stand-up comic and she came she came up and that's right. they're like, hey, will you help us <laughs> make this look legit? And But I guess now her contribution has been so overwhelming mm-hmm. that she's executive producer of the show, which is right. fucking amazing and yeah. it's a lot of money. Uh, so yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Um, and 
Yeah, yeah, that's so that's so interesting. It's that unicorn thing where they're like, they don't exist. And then if you Google it, you're like, well, she knows at least three other uh, uh, people of African descent who uh, do yeah. stand up comedy. So why don't you fucking find one? Well, she talks about it on stage. Apparently, I haven't yeah. seen this yet, but uh, she said that they wanted to name the character Lupita. <laughs> and I Lu- I didn't know this. Lupita's not an African name. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where that name came from. Well, Lupita Nyong'o from. Uh, um, uh, get out and uh, was she in tw- was she in Twelve Years a Slave? Yeah, she had oh, like she's a, she actress. Oh, I yeah, you know her. She's gorgeous. Oh, thanks, thanks. There we go. Oh, she was. There's a Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle speaks Jackie. <laughs> she said Star Wars. She played Maz. She Got played Maz. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for um, her. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, so she was there, and uh, Nico Santos was there. He's mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. he's a San Francisco comic who's on in Superstore. Okay. Um, Aisha Tyler gave a gave something away. Oh, she was one of the presenters. Yes. Okay. And then the most awesome was Lorraine Newman. Right. Uh, gave an award. Gave the Patty Chayefsky Award to Meryl Marco. Yeah. Which is like. It is that female the, comedy writer heaven. Right. That is uh Lorraine Newman is of course a national treasure. Yeah. And Meryl Marco is a goddamn I that I've read I've read several of her books. Yeah. But the one that I love the best yeah. is Cool, Calm, and Contentious. Yes, I love that and one. And I've talked about it before. And yeah. it is fucking hilarious. Yes. Because even though all of it isn't about her mom, yeah. enough of the essays are about her mom for me to want her to write more essays about her mom. Yeah, and it was so funny because she was she, she was sitting in the movie star pit, you know? Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, Gina Davis was there. Oh, wow. Holy fucking shit. She looks amazing. She doesn't still playing baseball. She just glides across the floor. She's like, oh, really? She me. I think she's, so she's an angel. Yes. Okay. Uh, super tall, super skinny, yeah, just, yeah. and super pale. It, she really does look like an apparition. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then um, Anna Gasteyer hosted. Okay. And she's from SNL. Okay. Okay. And you would recognize her if you saw her. Yep. She was fucking brilliant. She sang a song at the end about all the nominees that was hilarious. And if the Oscars. You know, like they should just be funny like that. Just yeah. fucking be funny. Um, uh, and fuck, who else? I'm blanking. Yeah, I don't know. But so many, so many people. I bet. Yeah, it was, Writers it was, Guild, oh, right? Diane Keaton. Oh wow. Yes, Diane Keaton. Oh, this is it was like female comedy heaven. Diane Keaton gave an award to Nancy Myers, the Holy director. Shit. Nancy Myers. Yeah. Who does Wrinkling Minkles? Mingling Wrinkles. Doesn't she do a lot of those, uh, uh, yes. like, when old people fall in love? Yeah, TV old people mo- fucking, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mingling wrinkles. Soon to, me, <laughs> yeah. soon to me, my life, I hope one day. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I didn't know she co-wrote uh, Private Benjamin. I, I mean, fucking brilliant. I just want to go out to lunch. I want to be normal again. Uh, remember that line, Goldie Oh, Hawn yeah, yeah, yeah. From Private Benjamin? It was like, I want to go shopping. I want to go out to lunch. I want to be normal again. <laughs> so th- it was like a look at her career, and it was just really Wow, Nancy Myers. Yeah. That's an amazing, mm-hmm. that's an amazing duo, Diane Keaton. Holy shit. And, okay, I don't know this girl's last name, but I, but I, okay, so who was it? Watchmen won some, Watch Watchmen, okay. So okay. they win, I forget what they won for. So they all the, the all the writers go up on and then they're oh right the stage. pile of writers yeah so there's like about ten or twelve writers yep and so the the showrunner does a quick 
I think it was Watchmen. I forget. It, the showrunner does a quick, you know, thank you, you know, thanks my wife, whatever. And then he said, I'm going to give all these writers 10 seconds of our time. And so they, you know, they all, thanking my husband, da, da, da. Yeah. And then this woman whose first name is Stacy mm-hmm. and her last, she has two last names. It's hyphenated. Okay. She's black. She just goes, hire black women. And then she leaves Oh, and out. then. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. She also, and I kept seeing her name. She's written on like, she was nominated, I think, for four WGAs. Wow. Because she's written on so many shows. She's like, feel free to hire someone else. (laughs) (laughs) She's working. I have work, and and it's great. Liz Feldman won. Oh, did she? Yeah, for Dead to Me. Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, did you, you know she, um, I met her, she used to be a part of a comedy team with Pammy Ribon, R-I-B-O-N, right? Okay, yeah. Um, we met at Aspen, like, in 2004. Right. I've, I've met, you know. Uh, she worked at Ellen and, yeah, you know. Yeah, And what about, um, was Emily there? She was did not she? there. Okay. Uh, was she at the East Coast once? Oh, because of Barry? Barry wants yeah, some stuff, because Barry wants some stuff. Yeah. Um. I watched that first season of Barry. It was quite honestly very uncomfortable. It was so well written and so funny, but so dark. Oh yeah! I've decided I would rather be killed by Barry than watch more of it. Um, um, I would love to act on Barry or be killed by Barry instead of watching Barry because it's so good. I don't know that that's me. a recommendation. Neither and none of that is going to happen. He so, is. Uh, <laughs> he he's really good. He's really yeah. menacing. Yeah, uh, which was startling. Right, because he's he's sort of just he looks like every like he looks like that white every guy. Yeah, we yeah. Were, at, at work at Conan on Friday, we were watching. Uh, oh, I forget. Oh, it was Peyton Manning was. It was a sketch from SNL, and Peyton Manning was on. He was defending himself, and they were reading his text to him. Yeah, it, he was just playing this the dumb athlete, and he okay. was really funny. But uh, Bill Hader was the judge, and he was hilarious. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Um, and. Uh, I think I got everybody. And Diane Keaton. Yeah, Diane Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's amazing. It was really cool. And then my feet hurt, and I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Did you dress up and put a lot I of makeup on? I wore a dress. I, oh, you wore no, a dress. No, I just wore you didn't normal b- makeup. I don't know how to do makeup. And I didn't want to go, and uh, I got there at the last second. I <laughs> wanted like, to leave. do I get a set? I, there's no well, set for me? Everyone's fucking married. Like, it's couple, 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 and everyone's thanking their husbands or their wives. And I'm like, oh, all right. I'm... Well, I'm s- another Writers Guild Award where I'm single. Like right. it keeps like every fucking Christmas party, right? Year after year after year, whatever. We have okay. got to get you laid. Oh my god, where are we at here, Kyle? We are <laughs> Why don't we take an early Max Fun break? We are so thrilled at your interest in attending Hieronymus Wiggenstaff's School for Heroism and Villainy. Wiggenstaff's beautiful campus boasts state-of-the-art facilities and instructors with real-world experience. We are also proud to say that our alumni have gone on to be professional heroes and villains in the most renowned kingdoms in the world. But of course, you are not applying to the main school, are you? You're applying for our sidekick and henchperson annex. You will still benefit from the school's amazing campus and you'll have a lifetime of steady employment, of course, there's no guarantee how long that lifetime will be. Join the McElroys as they return to Dungeons & Dragons with The Adventure Zone Graduation every other Thursday on Maximum Fun or wherever podcasts are found. Okay. And we're back. Yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, five shows sold so much merch. 
Oh my God, tell me about Almost it. Almost sold out of I merch. I need to hear it. It was, uh, I brought... <laughs> <laughs> I need to hear it. I brought I brought over 40 t-shirts. I sold them all. Wow. Uh, I what sizes? Small through double X. All the way. So, yeah. Because I'm discontinuing this. Maria's a tiny this. little lady. Are her fans tiny as well? Or is she, they run the gamut size They run like. the gamut. They okay. run the gamut. They're, uh, um, there was, uh, there was, they were a little drunky drunkerson on Friday, second show. Right. And uh, there was a guy in a wheelchair who got handsy with her and she was trying to be nice to him. And he was he was like and uh, so we were talking to this. I was like, hey, Dean, <laughs> security guy. And he got over there late and Maria got herself out of it. But the dude was uh, you're like, I don't know if he was just hammered and just decided to yeah get into the a little bit of squeezy, petty fuckwit. Yeah. And um, but it was. um it was packed. It was packed with humanity, all different sizes, shapes, colors, and heights. And wow. um and so like Did she I, do I br- a door deal? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What the fuck? Tell me. Oh, week. oh my god. <laughs> sure. Uh, Kyle would like to see a number. Wow. There you go. What? Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. That's it. She overpaid me. You gotta love that. I do uh, love that. Yeah. It's Oh, uh, Jackie's not writing that number down. <laughs> well, <laughs> We to feature, yeah, good, right. I'll plus, take it. Plus, Aaron Hotel, yeah. that'll do, right? Cool. And, um, it's not as crazy as it was uh, a couple of years ago because I've we've actually had a conversation about how that was absurd because she was and, paying me a third. Oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's nice, but it, but it's it, ridiculous. At that, some you point, you're like. I can't keep this up. Right. And so I either don't work with this person or I adjust. Right. 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 Yeah. And I wanted to keep working with her. Because here's the thing about the Maria Bamford fan. Uh, these are a, a wonderful additions to my own fan collections. Yes. Uh, because they are super nice people. Yeah. They're very smart. Mm-hmm. She's got a new 10 minutes that is, it is, uh, she didn't do one of the new ones that I was like, and she's been working on this one bit about, um, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to give it away, but okay. uh, but for like four years, you know how you have a yeah. premise yeah. that will not work and you will not let go of it. Yes. And we do joke machine back and forth. And she's been working on this this joke for four or five years. And in the beginning, I was like, I don't know. And there's a, <laughs> there's only one rule to joke machine is you can't say, I don't know that you should be doing a joke about this. Mm-hmm. But... I believe that rule was instituted when I said to her, I don't know about this joke. And so, and okay. it's, and it's essentially about, um, I'm just going to write. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's about that. And so it's really hard to do mm-hmm. right. And to make it funny yes, it's and tricky. To, and, and and to do all these things, it's super, a lot of obstacles you have to right. A lot surround. of obstacles. You you got to build it right, and then yeah. you got to make a, a good enough punchlines. And she's got four awesome punchlines at the end of it right now, and it's long. It needs to be tightened up, yeah. like everything. But um, it's gonna be great. And then she's got, you know, some good. <laughs> she's got some other. She's got a children's book uh, uh, joke that's amazing. And uh, and one other thing, but then you know, and her special just came out on mm-hmm. Amazon and everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, ah, I'm now, I'm because now she's in that weird place, right, where the the special is very popular. 
Uh, so she, who so knows she can't who's seen it? Any material from it, right? Or she's gonna she's got to do material from yeah. it. Yeah, and um, so is she? She's yeah. sort of hybrid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's you know she's writing as fast as she can. This week she's doing those uh, two p.m.s over at the clubhouse. Cool. Just to try to get more stage time, but she's only doing thirties over at the clubhouse, and it's free. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go. You can throw Jason Van Glass a couple of bucks. Wow. And or the clubhouse is yeah. what you end up throwing it, but um. So that awesome, man. yeah, and watch her, you know, sort of wrestle through some new premises and stuff. <sighs> Sounds great. Yeah, but she's, uh, it was, it was awesome. My stuff, I decided that I was going to work on the twenty. I was going to open, open and close with, you know, essentially the five, five and five mm-hmm. that work, mm-hmm. and then I was going to use the middle fifteen to um, do all the stuff that is still too chunky and too clunky. Yeah. It's it's a lot of my dad's stuff that has um that just they're long stories. Mm-hmm. And I was also working on the Delta Sky Club bit. Yeah. Are you coming for Delta? Uh I'm not coming for Delta. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm coming for people who don't know how to be in a Delta Sky Club with oh, right. their children. Yeah, yeah. Remember that one? Yep. Yeah. I do. So and so people in the audience, Jackie and Lori fans, and they're like, we heard that on the show. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes. You <laughs> You've heard a lot of things on the show. Somebody <laughs> sent me uh, 10 bucks via Venmo because of the last episode and the crazy Nazis in Rosemont. Aww. They're like, get yourself a cup of coffee. Treat yourself right. And I was like, thank you. Um, oh, we sold another notebook. Oh, we sold another notebook. I'm, gonna, I'm going to... Uh, take it to the post office on tuesday morning so if anyone wants to buy one tomorrow today right. monday whenever this drops right please do it do it now so that when you otherwise go to the post i'll office. take it'll take me several more months to get it to you right if you have it packaged i'll take it with me and i don't and do it of course i don't of course you don't there you go no worries i'll do it on tuesday you got it okay and uh yeah notebooks what uh easy enough right mm-hmm. yeah just jackie and Lori. um show.com yeah so let's see. So I'm, yeah, I'm doing I, Bloomington the 12th, 13th, and 14th of March. But the four, four, five, and seven of March, I'm dating Funny Bone. Dude, you have so much work. Which is yeah, and and I'm doing Doctor Grins. Yay! And so that look at my grin. Yay! I had a good time there. I know. I'm I'm hoping to have a good time there. Uh, the last time I did it was with Jack Mayberry. Wow. <laughs> I was featuring with What's he doing now? Did he I believe he's still no, he's grinding it out still. He's No, out. he's still on the road. Yeah, he's still doing the road. Jack, Jack Mayberry? Mayberry? Yeah, he's still doing stand up. Fuck. Shout out to Jack Mayberry, you guys. <laughs> he was on Carson. Yeah. Yeah. He was not Carson Daly. Johnny Carson. The Tonight Show with Johnny wow. Carson. Yeah. Huh. And um Where's he working? I don't know. I mean all well, I how know, do you know he's working. Because uh, I mentioned uh, Dr. Grins came up. I mentioned yeah. Jack Mayberry to somebody else. And I was like, I haven't, I haven't, he, I'm connected to him on Facebook. Yeah. And so I see sometimes that he's working around. Really? Yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Why stop? It's, um, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're preaching going. to the converted. Oh, I'm, pe- I'm preaching to the insistent. <laughs> <laughs> Although as, as, uh, people started racking up their awards and accomplishments at the WGA awards. I was like, yeah. would I have, what would I have done had I not had to go up on stage every fucking night or every other night and just, you know what I mean? Oh, like oh, would well, I have made a show? Would I have, cre- you know, I've, I've yeah. had 
I've had like momentum in my life where I've written stuff. It's and then the Laurie Kilbarton what ifs. <laughs> uh, why wouldn't Why wouldn't you have a, have an attack of the what ifs? Well, you know, you, that's what you do though, because you're. I mean, there. I'm like I was on a fucking ski lift with Liz Feldman, mm-hmm. you know, 15 years ago, and now she has a show on Netflix that's brilliant, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm and I just performed for 15 people at the Long Beach <laughs> Laugh Factory. Right, Joni Marchenko uh, is. Uh, she was one of the executive producers of Will and Grace. Wow. And Murphy Was Brown. she a stand-up? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I met her. Because when wow. I moved here. Did I ever tell you? Is when I moved here, uh, I ran into Joni Marchenko like three or four months into moving here. Is she from the where? Uh, she's from here, I think. But okay. she was working on Murphy Brown at the time as a producer and writer. Okay. And um, and she said, and I had met her in Minneapolis where she she decided she wanted to do more stand-up. So she came in like ninety. No, no, it had to be not. No, it had to be later than that. Whatever. But she spent like a year in Minneapolis working the comedy gallery. And she already had writing credits and stuff like that. And stand-up credits, like the A. Yeah, the remember? A-list. A-list. Yeah. And Sandra uh, Bernhardt show. Right. And so she had done short sets. She wanted to work on longer sets. Mm-hmm. She wanted to see if she could do, um, you know, more road stand-up. And if she wanted to do it. And so for a year, she lived in Minneapolis. I don't know if she did much road stuff, but she did the comedy gallery in St. Paul a bunch. And mm-hmm. I would run into her there. And so when I moved to Mini- to Los Angeles, I ran into her a couple of months in at the improv. Uh, she was wearing, like, she looked so fucking glamorous. It was, she was very, she was a very good looking woman. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but um, she uh, said, you know, I'm going to do you a favor, Jackie. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, I do. Uh, if I like you, I do one favor, not another one. Don't ask. Uh, but I'm going to do you a favor. And she wrote a part for me on Murphy Brown. Oh, cool. And she made it integral to the plot. <laughs> so it couldn't be cut. Yeah. And it was and it was the first time I ever auditioned with all other black men. It was, I always audition with all other black men. I am cast uh, opposite <laughs> the roles of black men. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, it was okay. It was a security guard. It was an airport cop. Okay. And um, on Murphy Brown. And then she went, the next time, I think I ran into her a couple more times, but the next time I saw her and talked to her, she was executive producing on Will and & Grace. And uh, we were standing at the bar, uh, and she goes, I would get you on Will and Grace, but we're only booking gay people right now. <laughs> when are you going to be gay, Jackie? And I was like, not not yet. It's not happening. And, uh, oh, I went to Eddie's thing. Did you go to Eddie's thing? No. Uh-uh. Okay. So Eddie's the bartender at the Improv. Right. And he has been doing it for 40 years. Right. And they decided to have a big party mm-hmm. for him where mm-hmm. um, he was forced to sit in the front row <laughs> and listen to sort of a like a live where he's at his own wake. Oh, my God. Uh, Crazy. And so comic after comic got up. Yeah. And it was all dudes, by the way. Hmm. And uh, Crisella went up, I guess, okay. before I got there. Not but a think- lot of hard drinking ladies at the bars, right? Just, uh, he served me my last uh, drinks. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was nine shots of Rumplemints. Okay. No, 11, and nine beers. Yeah. In one night? Yes, that's why I got a DUI. 
Wow. Yeah. Wait, it you was... got a DUI leave in the improv? Yeah, yeah. I I, oh. I made it almost into, I made it over Laurel Canyon. Oh my God. You drove with <laughs> on Laurel Canyon with that yeah. in you? In a stick. So irresponsible. <laughs> it was not responsible. It was irresponsible. Oh my God. It turns out it's also against the law. So the police wow. officer who stopped me was a big fan of that not being continuing. So that was a hero. That that guy. He Jackie, was like, what if you'd have hurt somebody well, right no no until uh, this day oh my god and, uh, and i had my friend do you amy have panic attacks thinking about it sometimes no but uh you clearly do <laughs> it's been 20 years i don't know if i'll get over this it's um it was 22 almost 22 years ago wow so um but the thing is so um i thought that eddie was gonna sit in the corner like the fucking godfather and we were just gonna go up there tell him an anecdote about himself yeah and kiss his damn ring and let him have an adult beverage uh that is not what was happened he was forced to sit in the front row for a two and a half hour show awful, awful. uh wayne fetterman was my that? favorite oh my god uh, i love wayne fetterman that's because wayne fetterman was tight yeah he did not run the light yeah he kept it he kept it tight and it was um he's and it was very funny it was kind of a little bit of a the one roast roasty kind of thing he did he said we're honoring the hardest working person here at the improv tonight it's antonio and uh because antonio you know antonio yeah, the yeah, guy, the food guy yeah the food yes. guy delivers all the food and also has been there for 40 years oh and should God. definitely have his own night yes and um and then he told some stories about sort of andy dick and uh Anthony Clark and that's what Wayne Fetterman did and you know Eddie just Anthony Clark doing now uh well he was 86 from the improv uh probably 16 years ago or (laughs) maybe but he had a tv show he right Mm -hmm. is he I don't I don't know Hmm. I never knew him I I know Andy Dick a little bit I don't know I met I've met both of them I think yeah but I I don't think they'd know right and but so Keitlinger yeah. comes in laura, laura Keitling comes in and um she's like i can't stay and i was like that's my favorite oh that's how i'm huh. gonna that's how i'm gonna enter every room from now on i can't stay <laughs> she's like but i'd love to say i'd love to say hi to him so dan dion brings laura up toward eddie because yeah. he's sitting in the front she's like and dan just goes just go hug him and say congratulations gary cannon's on stage and um and so she goes up and she just, you know, she quietly says congratulations to Eddie and hugs him. Gary mentions her name. And so Laura jumps on stage, <laughs> grabs the mic, uh, takes her coat off and uh, does a couple of lines and then um, gets off and mm-hmm. then uh, uh, hugs Eddie again and then leaves. But it was definitely she was my hero of the night, quite honestly, <laughs> Laura Keitlinger. I feel like a lot, of, a lot of you guys that were here in the 90s, you sort of have a relationship more with him you know with eddie yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. he's um i mean and the relationship is stretching it just i mean i mean i think i um because it, there was only like there was only one room at the time and so if you were at the improv you were at that just yes. in that location all the yes. time so you spent a lot of time kind of hanging right out just hanging and out and, and stuff. the fact that he remembers everyone's name is amazing yeah and um and it was just yeah it was just i i wish yeah, I wish uh, I wish he would have just sat there, <laughs> and we could have, and he could have moved around a little bit. Because you know, you ever sit in the front row of a comedy club? Never, and I never will. Nobody wants. I mean, not as a not. Yeah, you're. I, it's a hostage there. situation. Yes. It's not cool, and um, but it was it was nice. And when I left, I said the same thing. I always say, which is, tell people I stayed till it was four a.m. Tell them I closed <laughs> the place out. Sure. And uh, 
Um, I uh, I just remember Sebastian Maniscalco also presented. Yeah. He, <laughs> oh, right at the WGA. He, he, I don't know him, but um, I have only met him. Once. He is. I, I I don't know how much that character on stage is him, or I, I don't know. I don't know the the, the dynamic. Right. 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 But, and you have never seen his long set. Uh, I don't think I have. I think yeah. I've just think, seen stuff on Conan, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, he was on stage. How exactly you think he is? Mm-hmm. Which you know, in you're in front of a room full of writers who, and half of them are dudes who would fucking they they have such a hard on for writing an Italian gangster part oh, that it's right, I'm right. like this is and genius. he was raised. He was raised with that accent. Well, I he bet he was. Yeah. yeah, so it, it is him or is it not? But he stayed in. He was like mm-hmm. he mispronounced names, and I was like, I know they told him how to say Bob Fosse. I fucking know it, and I know he said Foss. I'm like, he's got to have done that on purpose because that's exactly what a fucking like a, a how you'd write an Italian right. gangster. I don't fuck. I'll fucking say what I what I feel like. Yeah, not that he had that attitude, but right. but I'm like, is he just? Is this an audition for him? Because you've got you've got great writers here watching you going, I could let me write that guy in something. Yeah, this yeah. guy that doesn't pronounce Bob Fosse's name right. <laughs> this is the star of my next movie. That's what I think happened. Uh-huh. But he's so funny. He's got he just he's always frowning, but it's a perfect he he whatever he dis, if he is that or he he decided to be that because they thought it was castable it's fucking spot on i had a knee-jerk reaction i watched his long set of cobs one night oh, yeah. and um and i ended up loving it and yeah. this is probably five years ago now yeah and uh because I think he's doing stadiums now. <laughs> yeah, but, I didn't um, hear of him until he had sold out Madison Square Garden. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It's it was, weird how that's how happening. many comics there are. And yeah, yeah. But he, when he got on stage, I was like, oh, "What is with this this Italian gentleman?" <laughs> and uh, and then like twenty minutes into his set, he started talking about his wife, uh-huh. and he had these great stories about his wife. Yeah, and they were stories of how much he likes her. Yeah, and how they connect and how they think about other people yeah and how they sort of like they make up little stories about other people and i was like oh no i yeah i i, I love this guy oh that's cool and yeah it was kind of it was such a it was such an interesting set that yeah you know kind of weaved in some some real some, some g- genuine humanity to yeah, it right 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 because he wasn't that caricature through yeah. the whole thing which i loved yeah yeah well he was in the irishman oh, he was, was really he? good in the irishman oh, good. yeah he was exactly what you think he would be, and he was great. Oh, he was t- sort of typecast, and he did a great yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what a Bill Burr was have typecast a- in The Mandalorian, and he did a great job. Nice. Yeah. You, you, if you can, if you're lucky enough to be typecast, mm-hmm. especially if you're if you're an actor, I'm sure it must drive you nuts. But if you're a stand up, it's like, yeah, I'll fucking do a version of what I do on stage. <laughs> right. Did you like for, that for a movie? Yeah. And then go back out on the road and do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. That's the that's mm-hmm. the dream life if you're a stand up. And you live, yeah, and you live here. Or- New York or whatever. Wherever. But I mean, it's not, it doesn't, I don't think it feels like typecasting like it does to actors where they just, you know. Right, where they want to I gotta show another side of myself. Right, right. Do you want to do that comic of the week? Yes. Caitlin Reese. Caitlin Reese. R-E-E-S-E. Caitlin with C. 
A-T-A-I-T-L-I-N. Right. And it's at the Caitlin Reese. Mm -hmm. I watched her uh, All Jane set. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. She's really, uh, yeah, really smart and funny. And, yeah. Uh, had some mom stuff. Had some, some, it was just, it was just really personal good stuff, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch it just recently? Yeah. Okay. Because I watched it when we first looked at her two months ago. I've oh, really? I've already forgotten everything, <laughs> but I know that I liked it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> good job, the, Caitlin. The good well thing played. is, is if, if uh, every audience could be as forgetful as I am, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't feel guilty about performing material that, oh, that right, they right. may have and seen. Repeating re- material yes. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's so interesting. So I'm a clean slate, Caitlin. Next time we work <laughs> <Exactly>. together, <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm gonna get to. I would like to be reintroduced to you if I oh, could be. And um, and last, she's Brooklyn comic. Yes. Yeah. Oh, last week's comic of the week we couldn't find on Twitter because she's not on Twitter that much. But she, it's it's Brooklyn Jones. But it's an abbreviation of Brooklyn. Oh, was that the problem? That was the problem. Oh, it was B-R-K-L-Y-N, I think. Gotcha. So, right. Something like that. But anyway. uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I'm uh, I'm looking to uh, forward. We're gonna do a show, a comic of the week show. Yes, at Flappers again, March twenty third. Yeah, on a Monday night, we're Marcella. gonna do. Uh, Marcella's gonna be there. Um, Rosie Tran, Robin Tran, Robin Tran. Who's yes. Rosie Tran. I don't know. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hi, Robin. Uh, Robin Tran. <laughs> uh, I'm blanking. Jackass. Hannah Einbinder's gonna be there. Yeah, there was uh, uh, Amy Anderson's gonna be there. Nice. Um. Uh, Kimberly Clark's going to be there. Oh, good. I think that's everybody. Wait, there might be one or two more. I think there's I'm... one or two more, but they'll be, but it's the 23rd. It's a Monday yeah. again, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll host it. We're going to host it. Do some, do some sets. Yeah. And then, and then you get to see, spots. you know, six killer 10 minute spots. And yeah. then, uh, come to flappers. Eight come to flappers. Right. And they have good food at flappers. Yeah, they do. Very uh, good. I like, what, what do you enjoy? Um, I like Sa- the meatloaf. I like salmon. <laughs> I like tater tots. Okay. I like their French fries. They do. Uh, they do a meatloaf that also has chopped Italian sausage in it. Mm. It's a weird wow. uh, addition to a meatloaf, where it's less loaf and more sausage. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm still talking. I'm a little punchy. You as well. You should be. How I'm go- oh, I'm going had? to the punchline. Forty-four. Oh, this oh I, week, saw. I saw. Yeah. I saw. So San Francisco punchline Thursday, Friday, Saturday of this you week. Fucking a month and a half ago, telling me you're out of the business because yes. you don't have any work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Uh, it turns out I all you have to do is hear say, from you again. I am out of the business. I don't have any work, and then all of a sudden you get ten weeks of Guess work. Guess what? I'm out of the business in March. I have like a, a hiatus week. Excuse me, hiatus week. That's unbooked, and I can't seem to book it. Uh oh. We we're supposed to try to confirm something with. Uh, one club and Where then do you they just go? went away. Where do you want to go? Any place. Come on. Seattle? You want to do Seattle? I'm doing Seattle in May. Okay. So, uh, right. I'm going to name towns and you're going to be like, because you're already doing Minneapolis, right? Yes. What about Madison? Yeah, I'd love, to do, love Madison. to do Madison. You should do Madison. Well, it's next month. I'm sure they have it booked. Everyone has have, yeah. their shit booked. They might have their shit booked, but maybe they'll have a fallout. As I was talking to the managers over at um, <clears throat> Indiana Helium, and uh, they've all listened to the Jackie and Lori show. Hi, guys. Hmm. And uh, Avery used to work over at Morty's. And oh, um, Morty's. <gasps> Jason. Um, I did a set there once. Right. And I think when I was doing Bob and Tom or something, and I I, I was oh, prepping I for Last Comic Standing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was just out there doing Bob and Tom. I think I was working. I forget which club I was working. Maybe. Right. Was it? 
There's one crackers left. I never worked crackers. Broad it Ripple. was Dave Wilson's room, but I wasn't, I'm not sure if that was, oh, whatever. Who cares? It was right. some room out there. And so, well, Avery used to manage uh, Morty's okay. and then Morty's went under. Okay. And then um, crackers is still there. Just Broad Ripple. And then uh, the helium, the other guy, Jason, uh, the other manager, and, you know, I was like, you guys know Lori Kilmartin, right? I'm, I'm talking you up. Thank you. On the road. And um, I was like, yeah. Uh, I said, you guys should book us separately together, something. Yeah. And uh, they were like, don't we? And I was like, no. <laughs> don't we? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Arch, boots on the ground over there, buddy. You're right there. You got, have wait, you seen? You have your calendar open, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's Mark. You know, Mark books it. So, um, yeah. but the, um, but yeah, I would love. Uh, it's such a great club. Quite really? honestly, it's run. It's run correctly. How far is the hotel from the club? Uh, four blocks. Oh my god! And it's all downtown. Oh God! And here's the thing. You know, I think when they put us up at the Westin, mm-hmm. there's a Hampton Inn a block and a half away. I'm like, come on, put me in the Hampton Inn. Is that better than the Westin? I West love End? I love a Hampton Inn. Why? Uh, because it's a it's a square. And I am the accidental tourist. I would like it to be exactly the same everywhere I go. Oh, it's the same hotel all the time. It's always they nail it. They stick the landing. The Hampton here's Inn. About, here's the thing about Indiana. The University of Indiana. Ball State? No, just no, University no, no, of no. Indiana. University of Indiana has one of the greatest pools in the history of American swimming. They've always had nationals there. Is that Bloomington? Olympic trials. No, it's Indianapolis. Okay. It's the University of Indiana in and Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Get Bloomington 10 out of your head. Get Ball Stick. State out of your head. I fucking told you. It's Indianapolis. In Indianapolis. How long are the lanes? Mary T. Maher. Not Mary T. Maher. Broke the world record for the women's 200 fly when she was 14 years old. Did oh, she wait, grow was up right that there? In, that might have been in Deerfield, Wisconsin. But a lot of records have been broken <laughs> at the Indianapolis pool. I love that. I want to swim there. And you've never swim there? I have. Okay. Back when you I worked swim there again. Dave Wilson's room. You'd like to yes, swim there I'd again. Yes, I'd love to go back. I'd love to do the pool again. Yeah. You know, and there's the a club. Kurt Vonnegut Museum there, too. Maria went to it. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I didn't. Uh, because. Is he uh, from there? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And um, I guess it's real depressing. I bet. Because that's, he's a bit of a sad sack sometimes, Vonnegut. Um, But um, yeah, I didn't do, I really didn't do anything. I ate at a P.F. Chang's in the last four days. That's what, that's what my, the clubs, the club's amazing. Right. The sets, the shows themselves. I got a lot of good work done on those, on the chunks I worked on. Right, right. And the audiences were wonderful and we sold all of Maria's tea towels oh and God. probably 50 of her comic books. And then wow. I sold like 50 t-shirts, 20 challenge coins with my dad's face on them that say never <laughs> say no without a number. Uh, all I brought 10 CDs, sold all of those. Mm-hmm. I sold um, so, meat shield pins. I probably added th- another thousand. Jesus. Every time I work with Maria... Yeah, I sell a good. I think I sold twenty nine meat shield. That's two hundred ninety dollars towards a thousand dollars to donate to somebody. Oh my god! And then the um, and I didn't bring any meat shield t shirts. I have, I should bring them, but I've got those two new designs now. Yeah. So I just, I mean, there's just, I can only have so much crap on sure. the table. 
nearly two decades ago. Commander Data sacrificed his life. The Greatest Discovery is also about Star Trek Picard. Jesse Thorne won't let us stay on the network unless we do all the Star Trek series, and so here we are. Doing a show about maybe our favorite Star Trek character of all time. If you're excited to watch the new Star Trek Picard series and you'd like some veteran Star Trek podcasters to watch it along with, we're your guys. Sorry you're stuck with us. The hell are you doing out here, Picard? Saving the galaxy. So subscribe to The Greatest Discovery. You can find it anywhere you find podcasts. Or at MaximumFun.org. Can I recommend Raices? R A I C E S. Oh, the Texas thing? Yeah, they're helping. Uh, you know what I call it? Border. Racist Texas. Uh, I call it Racist Texas and Immigration Defense League. And I've already donated two grand to them. Okay, great. From the 10. Yeah. Because I've donated 10 grand total in that's the last amazing. two and a half years. Jackie, so, that's astonishing. That's great, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and also ACLU, Black Lives Matter, Sacramento. Sacramento. Yes. Yes. And uh, the good people. Sacra Sac- Tomato. That's what Dr. Don Roche used to call it. What's that? He was this DJ in uh, San Francisco um, that he was like a morning zoo kind of guy. And Jane Dornacker, I told you about her. She oh, yeah. was a comic. And then she was, she was, she did the weather and she yeah. did trains and she got hired in, um, uh, in New York and was on a helicopter that went down in the Hudson and she Oof. died. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's horrible. Yeah. She's a single mom. And yeah, I, I, I think about her like every two weeks and I wonder how her kid is doing. Yeah. yeah. Her kid's probably 40 or something. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So he used to say that, but that reminds me yeah. of helicopters. Oh, the helicopter crash. Oh my God. First of all, uh, that's right. It happened in between. It's Kobe a, Bryant. Yeah. And it happened when we were doing comedy brunch for Joyelle. No, it happened before that. But like literally, it was sort Virginia of Jones and Cameron Esposito yeah. showed up, sat down across from me, and they told me that he, uh, well, C- Carmen and I had already been there. Virginia yeah. said that he, that Kobe had died in a helicopter crash. Well, okay, so I saw, so I, uh, so TMZ had this headline of you know others died, comma two, <laughs> like it was really one of those really bad one. So I took a screenshot of that. I took the Kobe out of it, and I just made a like a little comment like you know, never die with a famous person. Not knowing who was there. Oh, right. Anything. I was like, comic. (laughs) Too soon. Comic. You know, here's the thing with comics. Like we, we have itchy fingers. And, uh, and you're so fast with topical stuff. You're like, gotta get it out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's everyone's going to do this. That I have to stop scratching. Right. (laughs) there's I there's no winning I don't get any money for it right, uh, right. I don't know so as soon as there was a rumor it was, the first rumor was that all four of his kids are on board I, I was like what the fuck and I went and deleted it immediately yeah, yeah. and then of course the truth comes out and then Ari Shafir <laughs> oh my god thought he would light himself oh on god. fire and uh listen and then double down here's the thing with here's what's awful about sh- social media is that is that there's nothing stopping you from your worst instincts, right? <laughs> like 20 years ago, you want to make a videotape. You have to set your camcorder up and you have to tape right. it and then you copy it to VHS and then you mail it to people. <laughs> like, there's no, you're not going to do a, a tape like that. Right. You're not going to say what Ari said, right? Yeah. It's just going to take too long. You get bored. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no point to it, right? You're not going to tweet anything. There's no Twitter. You're like, oh, I'll write this joke. I'll try it tonight. 
eight hours later, right? Right. And after that, you'll have information come in about who else is on them. Okay, maybe I won't do that joke now that I know all these things. I had a we, John Ritter joke that was too soon. Yeah. Remember that crowd? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But here, but it's like, it, it, we're... Instantaneous. It's so bad for comics mm-hmm. to have social media when something awful happens. It really is because... Especially you, if you're a certain... And not even... I said a horrible thing. Right. Right when it happened. So it wasn't... The, oh. uh, the other thing I was like, uh, when he, when I heard it was him, I was like, uh, he, he means very little to me. Okay. Right. He, he, but he means so much to that's so That was shocking. It was shocking. <laughs> I was like, was oh, on board. when you're, when you're on like looking at Twitter going, oh fuck, everyone's devastated. I'm, cause to me, I'm like, as soon as that, the rape stuff happened, I was like, oh, he's one of those guys. Yeah. Okay. He's an entitled male, male athlete. I fucking know these guys. Right. I swam with guys like this. I know them. Right, he's right. one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Got it. So that's it. He's a rapist. And in my head, that's where I put him. Right. And whenever people talk about Kobe or the 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 Lakers, I'm, I'd be like, hmm. Well, I guess you can forget. You know, like yeah. that thing you just judge. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah okay, yeah. I guess you're one of those guys that overlooks it. Okay, fine. Well, enjoy your Lakers. Well, it turns out everybody overlooked it. And, not everybody. Uh, no, no. Not not yeah. everybody, everybody. But, but a I lot mean, of people. So many people have overlooked it and they, you know, they sort of came. Yeah. I don't know what his life has been like because that happened uh, 10 years ago. Or, yeah, 2004. Yeah. It's a while 15, ago. Yeah. So, but the... The crazy, I mean, I, you know, and my joke, the thing is, is my joke was just dumb. Yeah. And it, I didn't tweet it because um, I think it was already too soon. Right. Uh, So I, and I just said, I don't know anything about baseball. (laughs) <laughs> so which was just a a, a sure. sport thing sometimes right? you don't you don't have to like uh you know you sometimes you just want to get a little riff out there yeah it, it doesn't just have to like change comedy right it doesn't and it's yeah. and and here's my take on what you guys are all crying about right right and some people are crying about it oh and the, here's the thing that kind of afterwards i started liking him more seeing the kind of father he was yeah, he and, was attentive and yes, yeah. and and what was really it was just uh, was how many kids were on? four? He has he has, he has oh, four there kids. Was three kids on the plane on on the helicopter. helicopter. Three three girls going to the basketball game, including his daughter Gigi. Okay, who it seemed like this is the other thing. Like she was going to be fucking WNBA superstar. Like the WNBA needed her. Right. right. I mean, it's it's they, it's a success was some clip story, of but it could be shooting more of a success. Basketball, I yes, think. and yeah. he would have been at all. It would have been amazing, right? Okay, whatever. That's you know separate tragedy, separate tragedy. But I mean, just watching all the video with him with the daughters, and the reason he took the helicopter, besides the fact that he could afford it, is that it's he wanted he didn't want to be in the car all day. He's got he wanted to go back and be with his kids, and I'm like, oh, I totally Doesn't fucking he always, get that. Like that, that was he how lived, he commuted, Why the fuck right? he lived in Santa Ana or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. Calabasas. No, he didn't. He lives in like the Irvine area. The The plane went down in um, like near Thousand Oaks. He has, like, an office or something in he has right. They have like a, a basketball studio or uh, not a studio, a basketball, a center. Okay. It, it was the, mo- like, a sport for some reason I know about this shit. Sure. It's got a stage. That's where they keep their basketball costumes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll write down basketball costumes. I'm not above it. um, No, but he lived in uh, Orange County. 
Okay. Which I find unnecessary. I don't understand. <laughs> it. But whatever. Maybe her family's from there. The wife's family. <laughs> anyway. Right. What excuse could there be? What would make them right. do it? But then, you know, so after, uh, and you've seen all that stuff, I was like, oh, God. And then, yeah, of yeah. course, with with everything, it was just, it was undo, awful. Undo. Then- but, but Ari, poor Ari. Now, he also didn't know that kids had, you know, died. Er, okay. And he also didn't. You know, this is less, we got to learn these lessons. When there's a plane crash, it's, there's more than one person on board. Right. We can't jump in with our jokes before we find out who else is on board. This is a thing I think they learn in improv, that they don't learn in stand-up comedy. Because improv yeah. is more instantaneous, right? Right. And so when, uh, have you ever taken... And I and I'm sure we've had this conversation a thousand times. Is when you see good improv, there are people that are so comfortable on stage, they know they're not going to take the low hanging fruit. Right. That it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, if not always hilarious. I've never seen that kind of improv where they don't take the low hanging fruit. But I'm sure it exists. If you saw uh, Matt Besser and Sean Conroy, (laughs) no, I know Brian Stack is a genius. Right. I mean, if you saw long form weird, it's weird and it's more theatrical than anything. Mm -hmm. But it is in the moment and. At no time was I afraid Matt Besser or Sean Conroy was gonna were gonna say something racist or sexist or just low hanging fruitish, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because of twenty five years of doing improv, sure. So, but it's I think it's more of a learned skill in improv than stand up. Well, the skill I think the learned skill is going uh, okay. This th- I need to pause. Pu- pu- yeah, pause. <laughs> yeah, pause. That's it's it. hard. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hard. And that but, is a learned skill. You know, <laughs> yeah. if we, restraint, it, any kind of crash, there's mm-hmm. going to be more than the celebrity you're going to make fun of. Yep. Just, these are just rules you have to tell yourself so that you don't jump on Twitter and fucking ruin your career. Right. You know, don't blow. Other people are going down too. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can do your, what's it? Was it Tony Hinchcliffe had a, had a joke? He, something like Kobe passing. I, it's hard to believe. <laughs> Which. <laughs> Oh my God! That is that is that is solid. Yes. Now basketball joke. He who did he think of it immediately? I don't know. I Mm -hmm. don't know if he sat on it for a little bit. You know, that seems like one that maybe takes a little cooking. Sure. Either way, whatever. So Ari's, you know, but death threats and Kobe fan. I mean, we you've you've seen from the outpouring these people. Kobe fans are fucking intense <laughs> and they are angry. Right. And you can't you can't blame the dead really. You know, you can't blame the helicopter pilot. No. Uh so who's who's who can I get mad at? Oh, this fucking comic. And Ari didn't help himself because nothing he he said was like in joke form. It's not like even a dark joke you could defend structurally. It's just, it's just weird like slam. It was a rant <laughs> and his thing of of I always do this. It's like I know you oh. do, but here's the thing: like it, it when you're doing it for your fans who know you, right? And he has two hundred fifteen thousand yeah, followers, but everyone could see it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, people and are, other th- people are going to go look at first it. introduction to you. Uh-huh. Uh It's so hard. Co- it, it's so hard to not want to be, you just want to jump in and be first. Mm-hmm. I totally understand it. 
I totally understand it. We, yeah. we just, we're but all, I swear to God, troubled, we're all. He's got a troubled history of just he blurting does. shit. He, but a lot of comics do. He's a blurt. We, there's so many comics we know that are self-sabotaging and including ourselves. Including, right, but not at that level. No, he's high level self-sabotage. Yeah. Right, right. But, you he know. He lost his own fucking show on Comedy Central. I know, I know. So. He pays prices. Yeah. So I don't know. I I uh I know a ton of comic. I I know I've seen quite a few comics mm-hmm. have careers like that where you just like, oh, don't do that, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you know, I mean, we could be that comic to somebody else. Some female comic could be listening. Oh, shut up, you guys, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Well, once you fucking hang up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, how much time it's, have we done? Yeah, that's good. Oh shit. Ah, bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.